What are you drinking today? I, I can't drink today. I've got I've got parental obligations to do. Come so I, I am, on. You're, I've got to be driving around town here. I can't. You can't keep. People. I got to be any of your commitments. I got to pick people can't up. I don't keep you know, I don't, any I don't of your commitments. In my underwear all day, you know. Oh, uh, again with the underwear all day. Like I, I don't sit around in my underwear all day either. I don't know what the analogy has to do with anything. I'm I'm pretty sure you do. Well, uh, come on over. I'll show you. No, I'm good. I have to. Uh, I've got some. I've got some driving obligations here in a little bit uh, later today, so I can't be can't be drinking and driving. What a bad example that would set. I can't win. Uh, I thought I was getting ahead of the game with you finally doing a podcast before uh, midnight. And uh, but hey, I'm on the phone. I'm yeah. here. Yo, wow! I'm, I'm ready to go. Well, well, deliver it up then, my friend. Fire us off while I drink these and try and get through this. I I uh, I, I think we should talk some wrestling because I I I've been searching the twitters uh, the Twitter board here this this afternoon and man, no one wants to hear our a... thoughts on current events. What? No one wants to hear our thoughts on current events. I I want to know. I, look, we don't talk. We haven't talked wrestling in a minute. Well, we we, talk, like, we tell bullshit. we tell wrestling stories. We don't talk about right. We're not. Well, I, there's, we're not there's news two analysts. Things. We're not news analysts. No, no, no. There's that just two work. things I want to talk about. Nobody wants two things I want to talk about. Nobody wants to hear about the current fucking status of wrestling and our thoughts on it. I want. I just want to talk about two things. I I can't wait to hear what they are. I want to talk about. What everybody thinks who watches wrestling, you especially, the Sasha and Naomi thing. Is it a work? No, is it's it not fake? a work. Shut up or with is your it is it a work shit. What do you think? They don't do I don't work. get why they're WWE why doesn't do work so shoots like that. They don't they're why not are they talking about it. Huh? Why are they talking about it? So because much they're air? fucking pissed and they're burying them. They're they're fucking done with this horse shit. They're fucking putting their foot on their throats. They're saying, they're saying you can't. You're 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 a hired actor on a TV show. You follow the script. When you don't do it and you take your ball and go home, we're going to bury you. We're going to ruin your name. We're going to make it harder for you to get over and make money somewhere else because you forced your exit with us. Uh, screw you. But do you and and do you and truly s- believe that 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 you truly believe that. Sasha Banks couldn't go to AEW and be a name. Like they're not burying her. They're, it doesn't they're, work like that. They're making it harder. They're at least making it. Here's what they're doing. They're making it a harder for Tony Khan to pull the trigger because he just saw what a fucking disaster she's been for them twice now. Twice, twice she's literally right. walked out of the company. She has thrown fits on multiple occasions. Do you trust that person to not do the same thing to you? That is the narrative they're creating to make it harder for her. And now, listen, they've got like something like two months left on her contract. They can they don't have to let that ride out. They can put a hold on it and say, listen, this two she months until you serve it, you're on, a, on the hook for these two months. And so that until she decides to come back, you know, there's right. they can put a hold indefinitely, which means she can't, no, that, that I agree. she can't go somewhere else. And they can keep her from doing the Star Wars thing as well. They could be like, What's no, you thing? can't. I don't know anything about she's that. She's been in The Mandalorian for the, She's like a character on it. 
She's been doing oh. Star Wars for John Favreau, one of the biggest directors in the business, uh, for one of the biggest franchises in the business on one of the biggest streaming platforms on the business. Like she's got a budding that. little career going if she wants to go to Hollywood. I mean, she may fail at it because she's basically played right. a character that's had one line and wears a helmet half the time. But uh, but it's a foot in the right. door, and uh, she's making contacts there at least. And the WWE can go, well, if you're not going to work for us, you're not going to work for them either. When they start That's filming cool. season three and they call you to come do it and you go, I'm not allowed Dad, to come out and play. My parents have grounded me, you know, basically. And then they I've could seen today. and then they should just not fire her. They should they should put hold on this contract until she decides to come back and then fire her so that there's the 90 day. no compete. Right. Well, it's funny because uh, I. I was like, you know, I, I just, I, I saw like a, cl- a clip that like, you know, uh, Paul said something about her, like, you know, uh, on TV, but then I see they, they like removed their merchandise, their names. Like, I mean, they're like scrubbing them from the history books. Right. If they were, if they were, uh, if that was a work, they'd be trying to make money off of it. Wouldn't you think? Well, that's why now I was like, wait a second. They literally scrubbed. They them. don't they're do like, work. They don't do work shoots like this. WWE doesn't do that stuff. Yeah, they scrubbed them from everything. You sucked me into talking about this bullshit. Well, I just wanted to know your thought on it because I thought that was it was interesting how they've been. Well, I know from you're everything. you're the conspiracy guy. Everything's nothing's face value. Doesn't matter. Yeah, so I, doesn't matter what would, it is. If it's the ingredients right. on the bo- back of a box of cereal or the fucking moon landing, your your tinfoil hat's always on. So, uh, you know. Look, at first I thought that okay, it's it's a it's a it's you know it's a work but then today when i saw that i was like whoa they literally have scrubbed them from history yeah and they so both like, have maybe not. and both of their husbands still work for the company right yeah right right crazy now the other thing i wanted to talk about is here we go how stupid is joey janella that's all <laughs> i don't <laughs> all even I know what that means you. did you see what i sent you about him lighting his boot on fire no, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't see it. So in a wrestling match last night, he lights his boot on fire and super kicks the guy. But no one thought to have a fire extinguisher ready to unflame his boot. So he was... literally sat there trying to take his boot off as his foot is engulfed in flames, and the referee is pouring a little bottle of water on it. Good. Like they, they couldn't. And all I can Good. think about is, is this guy. Had a chance at AEW. He got in great shape. Well, he well, I think he got in great shape once he started. Once he realized he wasn't going to get signed back. It's kind of like right, well, it's kind of like that girl that gains 150 pounds during your marriage, and then once the right. guy leaves her, she loses it all and goes, "Look what he's missing." And it's like, but if you had right. stayed together, he wouldn't be getting that. He'd be getting the fucking 300 pound girlfriend. That doesn't give a shit, right. you know. So, right. so what? Right. So, the same thing with Joey Janela. It's like once he realized he wasn't getting re-signed because he's got a, you know, because of a multitude of things. All of a sudden, he's fucking focused and dedicated and getting a diet on point and working out. Well, where was that the, the three years you were signed well, to it, AEW? You know what I mean? Right. But here is my thing: was he, is he like, sure showed them. My thing was like he, he literally. 
had like a big, pretty big shot. He was on, you know, TV, main event. And he had the opportunity. He, he definitely right, had an right. opportunity that he, listen, everyone there, everyone there has a shot. Right. But, you know. Now he's in independent wrestling, lighting his boot on fire. Right. Like, I would be depressed. I, well, would, every, I would be like. I don't know what GCW pays people, but everyone thinks that that's like an, uh, like an option now. Uh, if they don't, yeah, if don't they don't make it that. on on TV, like GCW, they they're fine to settle with that. And it's like, well, I mean, you know, but then you're doing dumb fuck matches like this uh, right. with for a dumb fuck promoter that doesn't uh, doesn't have enough sense to prepare for you lighting your your fucking entire body on fire. Like you know, well, it's right. It's, like uh, that was my thing. Is is how did nobody think about this and say we should have a fire extinguisher ready? We should. I mean, the referee, well, somebody like hands him a bottle of water. I'm like, oh my God, well, here's, what's going to be toast? Here's where my, my word dumb fuck comes in. They're all dumb fucks. That's why he's not, right. that's why he's no longer with AEW. That's why he's lighting, 100%. he's lighting himself on fire, trying to get attention. Right. And it, that's like an attention grab. It's like, it's like, are you a it pro is. wrestler or are you just a, 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 just gimmick after gimmick after gimmick? And that's the only reason people know you, you know? Right. Or are you any good? Can you right. fucking tell a story? Or the only reason that you get on everyone's radar is because of one dumb fuck thing after another. You know, di- diving right. off thirty foot thing, lighting yourself on fire, etc. Uh, that right. that idiot right. you sent me the picture of that was bleeding, like uh, oh, that tweet. That like I haven't right. had right. a a match top for loss of blood in twenty years or whatever it is, and it's like. Right. It's like it looked like, like how could they think that's cool? It looked like Wolverine raked his claws over his back. I'm like trying to figure out how that happened to him in a match. And I'm like right. and it's like, you know, who who who's benefiting from this? And how many people was this in front of and how much did you get paid for it? Because that's what I, thought. I don't right, think any right. of those answers are going to be satisfactory. Not one of them. No. Even after no. the tweet, how many like how many how many views and retweets are going to result in uh, a dollar in your po- fucking pocket, let alone like more bookings where they want you to the same, do the same. I'm going to say this, this is the theme of the day. Another dumb fuck thing like what you did to get go viral, which is lose right. a ton of blood in a fucking match that no one no one saw the match, but they saw the fucking right. they they definitely saw the tweet afterwards. Right. It's like right. what is That's that thing? Who? Right. who, who Who's that good for? Nobody. You know who's good for? The next promoter that books you on their show. They'll get an extra 20 people that show up to their fucking mud show. But they're going to expect you to do the same thing. And like the Joey Janela match, they won't have someone there for when you do lose a fucking pint or two of blood. You're going to have to cross your fingers that you get an ambulance that shows up on time. Or oh, right, like or that his someone leg could have went on fire, like, or that you know, like, someone is that. someone is deft enough with the super glue when you're bleeding to death to fucking seal you up because uh, you know it, you're not going to have a medically trained person on staff. You're not going to have like an ambulance on call. You're not going to you, you're going to be waiting like 15 minutes for an ambulance come to bumfuck uh, Idaho where you got booked right. for 50 bucks to do it again. You know. Right. It's insane. That's absolutely insane that anybody would do that. Right. Insane. Except that everyone's still doing it. Like this shit. Listen, the only thing that that's I don't I wouldn't even say it's not happening. I'll take it back. But in the in the 90s, before we knew about CTE and all that 
stuff through football and wrestling. You know, right. there was all this blood and guts and headshots. And uh, here we are 30 years later, 25 years later, 20 years later, whatever it is. What was it? Not the mid 90s. So we're in, we're, we're we're in the early 2020s here. And so it's getting close to 30 fucking years. And we're still doing this dumb fuck, uh, dumb fuck. Everything is dumb right. fuck. You're still doing the same dumb fuck shit. You should know right, better. Right. And, and if you don't know that ripping your back to shreds and losing two pints of blood in front of 150 people is a stupid fucking thing to do and isn't going to advance your career at all. Is it going to put more money in your pocket? It's just going to get right. you viral on TikTok for two fucking days. Maybe maybe half a day, depending if someone dies or something else happens or a war breaks out or Elon Musk has something to say, et cetera, et cetera. How long that fucking shit is good. Anyone's going to even know about it. You know, and what, how does that make you right. any money or advance you in the fucking profession you you choose? Right. I, I wouldn't book you as a promoter. I wouldn't book you after that. I'd be like, I don't want that on my show. That trash. I wouldn't want that. I would take it as a challenge and say, I'm going to book you and I'm going to prove that you're better than that. You're better than that. Let me show you because I'm a promoter and a booker that knows how to fucking put a show together and knows how to make interesting stories where we don't need that bullshit. Give me three fucking shows and I will put you in a, and with three fucking shows, we will tell a story that actually makes money without you having to fucking do dumb fuck shit. But the rest, but that's right. me. That's me. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I, I just I wouldn't want it on my wrestling show. I wouldn't, and you know, talking about wrestling, tell some wrestling stories. I, I've seen some dumb shit. I remember one night you've Tampa, done Florida. dumb shit, not even seen it. No, but so I like I have not. But, but your excuses, it was like that. Your excuses, it was fifteen twenty years ago. It's not like today yeah, you but, would be like, yeah, hit me over the head ten times with a chair. Right, fucking right. let me drop two, two two pints of blood in front of 150 people for no fucking right. reason other than that I love doing this. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I remember uh, this was Tampa, Florida. I don't even know. It was uh, probably 20 years ago. There was a cage match, Roderick Strong versus Cedric Strong. They were brothers. So Roderick Strong's in NXT, WWE now. Brothers, and they were going to do this, Strong, this cage like, match. Like, a, like right. all these, fam, quote, families, like the Andersons. And, uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so they do this cage match, and Roderick or the busts open Cedric. Right, same thing. <laughs> Just like the Andersons. Uh, they bust, <laughs> he busts open Cedric, and I remember... He hit him with something, and his head instantly exploded because the blood was squirting out like like somebody was squeezing a packet of ketchup or something, and it was just squirting out of his head. Well, like you know, like a minute goes by, and now you're you're sitting watching, and you're starting to get concerned. Like, okay, this kid's losing like insane amounts of blood, right? right. Like this is this is this, when it's, there's forty five fucking people in the crowd when like, it's pooling you know. when it's pooling on the mat and not like drying or right. even sinking into the canvas which is something that's supposed right. to absorb liquid you know you're losing too much blood it was shooting out like out of the cage like people were moving in the crowd because it was a very close environment it's like you're it at a Gallagher show 
Yeah. So everybody like kind of put your like, poncho on in the first three rows. You start getting a little nervous. Well, two minutes go by and they're still in the match. And I'm like, yo, this kid is going to like die. Somebody finally realized, okay, this is a bad situation. They end the match. And he had to be like, like paramedics rushed in, like had to take him out. I mean, he, his, he lost so much blood. And all I can remember is everybody thinking how cool it was. And I'm like, how cool is it that this kid almost died in the ring in front of 45 people? Like, I don't even understand how that's cool. It's not well, cool at all. Like, that's well, fucking it's stupid and dangerous. For, for, well, but as a, as a ticket buyer and as a person that's come to watch the show, it probably was cool as fuck. I mean, but was it necessary? You know, I, I right. especially in a day and age where, you know, like, if I'm paying and you decide to do this, I'm going to love it watching it. But right. but I'm also going to love it if you told an actual story in the ring and, and without right, blood, right, right. you know, so it's like you can decide how you entertain me. I'm not saying I love blood and guts. I love it. I love right. watching gory movies. I love watching horror stuff. I love watching old, done, bloody, old, bloody fucking matches. If the story, if there's, if it makes sense to do it, I'm just saying, yeah, pick your spots. Like, like you said, in front of 40 people and in this, and again, like that's a different day and age when you're talking about in right, this right. day and age, you really have to pick your spots when you well, want to bleed. And, and when you tell me, I, I, I got hit in the head with chairs and went through tables. But from a bleeding standpoint, I, I bled three times ever, I think, I want to say. One time was Johnny hit me with a title belt and the strap whipped back and smacked me in the back of my head and split me open real. So, like so real. not on purpose. Okay. Number one. Not on purpose. Uh, split my head open. I didn't want to go to a hospital. I got my head super glued closed, and that was it. That was the end of it. I just I, The gas was gigantic. I probably should have been in a hospital. We told that and story, and you drove to, home. And right. Yeah. You were like up in like Melbourne. central Florida, yeah. Mel Melbourne, yeah. yeah. So that's the first time. The other time I was in a cage match, I I like, you know, cut myself to bleed and I really didn't get any blood. So this is I'm on not purpose. A good bleeder. Okay, yeah. Right, on purpose. I'm not a good bleeder. Nothing came out, but it was my first time. I was so determined. I literally sliced my fucking head up. I looked like Abdullah the butcher. Uh it was like uh, the next day we woke up, we were in Tampa and there was still like blood coming out of it, but like it wasn't really like. But I, I, my whole fucking head was like carved up. They looked like a like you're fucking. A, just, I, your 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 circulatory system is has like has like thick po uh, pasta sauce instead of blood in it. That's why right, it doesn't right. come it out. <laughs> doesn't come out right. But my head was so cut up. I had to go to work. I was working at Target. I mean, I was like you know nineteen years old, twenty years old. I was working at Target. I had to go to work the next day, and I got to work, and they were like, "What the fuck happened to your head?" And I'm like, "Oh, it was a wrestling match." And they're like, "You cannot be on the sales floor looking like that. Like, you cannot be out there. Like, no way people could see your head like that. It's absolutely grotesque." But so you didn't put like I, a like cover it with a bandage or something. You had like I did, and they were like, "You can't wear the band aid. You can't, you know." So I took the band aid off, and they were like, "Can't have the band aid. It's, you can't work like that." So they like stuck me in the back room for like the shift. And then they were like, don't come back to work till your head heals. So I had to like take like a couple days off because my head was like, it was literally like chewed up because it was so, it was so bad. And the third that's, time was another. Like, wait, so you had like this giant gash. Does it like take the bandit off? Yeah. You took it off. It's like, it's worse. It's worse. It wasn't a gash. It was like, uh, like 
15 different cuts all over my forehead. Oh, because you kept just jabbing yourself trying to get some I just kept going because it wasn't working. Right. Uh, you know, and I did the aspirin. Yeah. I drank the beers beforehand. I just, I'm you, not a good dude. You just decided to t- slap a dick-colored Band-Aid on your head. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, they were like, no, oh my God. They were like, put it back on, but you can't. Like, you got to work in the back room. Like, don't come out. You know, right. like I was some sort of, like, right, like the hunchback in order to <laughs> Quasimodo, in the back, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and, like, I had to take off a couple of days to heal, and then they, like, let me come back to work. Uh, they were like, all right, you can be back on the front lines. I was like, so the third time I did it, I didn't bleed either. Like I didn't, I got like a little driplets of blood and that was it. And I was like, I, that time though, I was like, yep, one time, not doing it again. And Bruce Michaels was in the match. And I remember him saying, you want me to do it for you? And I said, oh no, 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 oh no, 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 no. I, nope, I can't tell happening. you like the couple of times I saw him like offer to like gimmick up a fucking razor blade with like the tape and everything and, and offer to cut the guy for him. And like, once or twice, someone took him up on the offer, and it's like varying degrees of of success with that. It's just like, oh my god! Like I don't know. Like right. I love Bruce. I mean, he's totally full of shit ninety nine percent of the time, but that's part of his charm. But like, I don't know that I could trust that guy to fucking to give me color in a match. Like, I no, just... no, no way. <laughs> he was like offended that I he's, wouldn't let him do it. He's like a. He's like a. a what is he like an airplane engineer like a like a yeah, like literally like a science like for engine engines yeah. and stuff you'd think he would have yeah. some knowledge of of like i mean i guess it doesn't translate to the human anatomy to know where the fucking blood vessels right, right. are to bust you open but jesus christ right. it's like it's probably well, so, so in that match he i told him no beforehand and he was like all right you know so i'm not bleeding my blood's not coming out and i remember him leaning down going like he was ready. He's like, I got the blade ready. I was like, no, 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 no. He's like, are you sure? I was like, I was like, no. And uh, afterward, we had like gotten it back, and he was like, oh, I would have did it. It would have been great. I was like, no, I'm good. He's like, I said, did you literally have the blade? He goes, I, I have one ready every match. I'm like, I told That's you. Insane. Yeah. He's got like yeah. a razor blade all taped up with just the little corner match. exposed. Right. You know, to like, right to like and. Yeah, jab in your forehead or your or your hairline. Ever, ever, ever. Like hell no, you're not cutting me open with an unknown razor blade. Like, like you know how much trust you have to have in someone to do that? Yeah, yeah, I don't have any trust. Like, I don't know you. There's no one. You'd have to be like married in the family, ten fucking years for me to fucking trust you long uh, long enough. I wouldn't trust anybody. Have you fucking popping me open with a fucking razor blade? I that's crazy. Did you ever think maybe you should take like a what's a what what thins a bullet like an aspirin or something? I like, did. I took. Uh, oh, you did. So, took, so you knew to I do took, that. Okay. Well, I took two aspirin and I drank like three beers. I was like, wow, I'm gonna bleed like a pig. I drank the night before. Nothing. This fucking this this got gravy that fucking, blood here is just, yeah. You got like fucking. It's like it's not just sauce. It's like, like ragu. It's like they blended the vegetables into that sauce. <laughs> right. Right, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't bleed. It it bleeds, but it like just kind of trickles out over the course of four days yeah. instead of like, even. So now, when I got hit in the head with the belt from Johnny, that was, I I felt warmth coming over my head, and that's when I put my hand in the back of my head, and I was like, "You motherfucker!" And I mean, that was a lot of blood, but uh, yeah, the, the, on my forehead, there's no. Blood. But he also caught you in a place where you don't want to bleed from. Right. Right. Yeah. 
No, I, I like, but I'm, I'm not a believer. I'm not, I just, you know, I, I never like, to me, like independent wrestling in front of a couple hundred people, like it just never appealed to me why I would bleed in that atmosphere. Like no, there's you, no payoff to it. Like if you weren't doing it at like the big Davy Rodeo show or something, you know, what, right, right. what do you do? Well, yeah, like for, there's no payoff to it. I'll tell you, all. I'll tell you, we, we did when we, you were, you were, go, you were in like uh California or South right. Carolina or somewhere. When when I did my final set of shows for uh, SuperCon, uh, right with Marco, we had at some point. Remember that? Remember you were still here when that ladder match got out of control when Seth fucking yeah I was there ran yeah, his mouth and got everyone all fucking right. hyped up to kill each other. Um, right. After that, we rewrote the shows to be more like just fun, <clears throat> not bloody, not crazy, et cetera, et cetera. So we did four days. <laughs> <coughs> excuse me i got like today i've got like long covid shit going on uh oh, here we go. dude man i've been fucking coughing all day uh so we did like four four days of shows that were clean and like didn't get like very few like even like chair shots or outside the ring stuff you know just like mostly in the right. ring the only thing we did was the hitler thing with with captain america but even that was like very like in the ring, traditional wrestling, storytelling stuff. Right. Fourth day, we had built like Johnny and Drexel, who were doing these characters. Nobody, ten percent of the audience will know they were doing Green Green Arrow and and Deathstroke, which are like comic book things. They'd been feuding and feuding for show for over the course of conventions and over the course of the days in this one. And I said, it was. I think it was the main event Sunday. It was like the last match of the shows. I said, I feel like we've built to a point where we got to fucking just go all out. Like this is the match that's going to shock people. Cause we've had four days of like wholesome wrestling. Right. You guys brawl every corner of this building, bust yourselves wide open, whatever you want to fucking do. Like, like Drexel had to get stitches at the end of the, or, or got super glued or butterfly stitched or whatever at the end right. of the thing. Like it brawled everywhere. People were clearing out of sections, et cetera, et cetera. It, the, for the storytelling and for the impact and for like, to like, kind of like do this four day, like emotional thing to explode at the end. Like this was like fantastic, but like we, yeah, it's like, that was it. That was the, the one time we did blood over the course of like the last three conventions. So you're talking like, right. Like 12 to 14 but, but shows. You built it. Yeah. Right. Right. Really right. Yeah. It. You can't just, you just can't go into it. Yeah. No, not a hundred people in a, in a fucking 45 people in a building. Like no. these guys put death matches with like, you know, 30 people there. I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? There's nothing you get out of that. Zero. Nothing. Like, I don't get what you can get. It's, out a, of it's, it's it. Well, for people who think small, they think they get like some Instagram posts, some Twitter fucking virality, yeah, fuck et cetera, et cetera. Maybe it gets them booked to do another. But it, the only thing that gets you booked to do is more of that horse shit. Right. Yep. And I wouldn't want to do that. Right. No, that's insane. But yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm even better sitting at home watching these idiots do it because I like it makes me want to not wrestle more and more. Like, I don't want to wrestle. Now I really don't want to wrestle watching them. Like, I'm like, I don't want to be around. Even, like, I was watching some stuff from from Powers and TK, and it's cool, the crowd is cool, but I, I watched the wrestling aspect of it, and I'm like, I am so far removed 
from like even doing the donut gimmick like it'd probably be the most over thing on the show but i like i just don't want to be around these guys like in the way they handle themselves and the way they call the matches and the way how sensitive everybody's i don't want to be around them i'm, I'm better at home. i'm better off at home i've passed my time but I'll, I'll say this i'm the old guy now i'll say this if you did your gimmick your breakfast club gimmick your Right. Where you're coming out with boxes of donuts, handing them out to fans, where your matches are pure comedy and like they're all about like just like, you know, silly spots and things like things like we did in Supercom with the fucking pizza box tables and things. But but you're doing it with fucking boxes, of donuts and Krispy Kremes and, you know, whatever, you know, you have a powdered donut, you blow it in his face. It's like Mr. Fuji blowing salt in the guy's eye, you know, all that shit. If you did that for like four or five shows where like you're building and like someone's getting frustrated where you're not taking them seriously and they're a real wrestler, et cetera, et cetera, but you keep getting over them. And not only are you more popular than them and you're fucking winning matches over them and you're doing all these gimmicks where it fucking finally after match, after match, after match, it came down to a hardcore match where you fucking flipped the switch and it was a blood match and it was a hardcore right. match. It would, because of that, it would be talked about for years in that little, right, right. in no, that I little fandom. That. You know what I mean? Like, but, right, right, right. but there has to be a reason for it. You have to build right. towards it. That's like, that's eight months or a year and a half of storytelling before you get right. to it. Not like, Oh, yeah. look at my Not back. Like, yeah. I wrestled this guy for the first time and they stopped the match. Cause I'm bleeding like a stuck. Right. Like, what is that? Right. Absolutely stupid. Right. No, nothing. No nothing. money was made on that. No money was zero. Made. Right. right. You could have made money and you decided not to. Right. 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 I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, in the wrestling world, the, the shit that, you know, and again, you're right with the stuff I saw back in 20 years ago, uh, I guess we were pretty stupid too. Not me specifically, but there were some pretty dumb people. What? Uh, where? What? What locker rooms were you in? Where someone? How many times were you physically there when someone just fucking like almost bled to death or or broke their neck? It was usually or well, whatever. Billy you know? Billy almost killed Bobby that time in Fort Lauderdale. So that was one. Talk about then, that. Talk about that one because like I wasn't there for that. So. so Bobby had a Bobby Rogers had a match with Billy Fives, and it was a for for Bobby's promotion, right? FOW, right, right. And there was like it was leading. They led to this, and so there was some storytelling. Uh, and Bobby wanted him to beat him so bad that he like basically bled out, and match had to be stopped. Billy beat him so bad. I mean, there was blood. I've never seen so much blood in my life. It was literally every inch of the ring was covered in blood. But uh, sometimes Billy or Bobby shares that picture on Facebook where. Bobby's right. just laying in a pool of his own Lay blood, out. and it's like right. on the on the concrete. It's not even in the ring, right? There's just blood everywhere. Right. Uh, that was probably the most bloodiest thing I've seen. But in IPW in Tampa, it was a weekly occurrence. They were doing hardcore matches in front of 50 people bleeding everywhere. I'm like, God, like you know, barbed wire, and I'm like, why would you do that? There's no one here, and at that time there was no internet to him. Like you know, you weren't like you're putting it on TikTok, you know. In twenty in two thousand one, they're hoping yeah. what that Bill Apter's there taking a picture or I, something. I, I don't know. I don't even know. No clue. You know, and nobody ever got anything out of it, so it's not like anything ever. You know, it's, it's stupid. It was stupid wrestling. It was stupid at the time, but 
you know, I don't know. I never, I never was a fan of hardcore like that. It just never does get it for me ever. So, in fairness, ECW was doing it at the time. They were hot. Right. Uh, the other companies were copying them as best as possible without losing their <laughs> their contracts with their TV, uh, you know, partners. But uh, so it was. It was at least you can argue that in that day it was more in vogue, right. more trendy, and and like you know they thought that's what people wanted to come to see, and they thought that if they did it, maybe they would be seen and like elevated or whatever. Right. Right. But if you're not on yeah. TV, no, it's it's true. Doesn't matter. In the woods. What would it matter? Right. Woods. Right. Especially true with no internet. In with no internet. It didn't matter. Right. It didn't matter. Yeah, it no, wasn't no internet. It was no social media. It was, which is the right, same right. thing. Yeah, right, right. No, it didn't matter in two thousand one, but you were cutting yourself open like that. Right. But yeah, no, fuck that. No, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I've got nothing else. I feel like we beat this to, to death. I told you the most memorable, memorable blood spot I think I ever saw was ECW. I was watching like. What time did they show that on the Sunshine Network? It was like Saturday it was, night. It was like, at, at it like, was like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah, it was like in the middle of the night. Right. I'm watching it on the couch. I'm like 22 years old, 24 years old, something like that. And uh, it was Beulah McGillicuddy versus uh, our boy Alfonso, Bill Alfonso, right down the middle guy. Right. Uh, they, for some reason, I don't remember why, but they had a match. She hit him. Over his head with like a baking pan, like a sheet, like that you would bake cookies on. Cook with? She swatted it over his head and busted him so wide open that it was like a stream of blood coming down his face. To the point where a couple of times he's like wiping the blood out of his face and kind of motioning to whoever like, like I'm bleeding too much. Like I can't see right, right, right. what are we doing here? And she's wrestling him and he's bumping and whatever. And they, she finally pins him. I can't tell you. I've never seen ever at a live show on a pay-per-view anywhere. I haven't seen as much blood lost as Bill Alfonso lost on that fucking episode of ECW against Beulah, McG- Beulah McGillicuddy, which was uh, Tommy Dreamer's wife. Right. Or became Tommy Dreamer's wife. Which is, it's like, it's yeah, weird. It's You're like thinking about it. And it's like, it's right. like yeah. of all the people, of all the, <laughs> right. It's, it's a guy that's a referee. Well, he was a referee slash manager, depending. Right. And she know, was, a, and she was a manager, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Then the two of that, she just fucked him up and they just, you know, that's again, the powers of be just let the match keep going when they should have called it. Right, Cause right. I'm sure he was close to being dangerously low. If you know what I mean, I never like, saw that. I'm going to go look it up today. Now. You should. I mean, it's fucking yeah. crazy. He keeps like, like kind of motioning to the hard cam, like he's wiping the blood out of his eyes and kind of like, what are we doing here? You know, can we call this already? <laughs> and she just keeps throwing close that. lines and fucking him up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch it today. And I'm she looks, look she looks like Carrie, like from the fucking Mo- Stephen yeah. King movie, because she's yeah, covered, covered in, in his blood. <laughs> blood. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I gotta look that up. Never seen that. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got today. I got nothing else. You're the worst. I'm winded. Man. You're the worst. I'm winded. You're the worst. I think we gotta keep these a little shorter anyway, because I, I think 
too shorter. Long you barely are fucking. You barely fucking showing up for the ones minute, we actually 30 do. Thirty minute episodes. No, you're fucking. You're, hours too long. You're trying to trick. I don't want to watch an hour. Look at well, that's because it's you. Like there's some people there work well, all day. A, there's some people. First why of all, TikTok is popular. Hold on, it's there's not an hour long. No, no, no. They have, okay. First of all, no one's watching. We do audio. Second of all, there are people that work for eight hours a day. It's like they would like longer than shorter because if it's not us, it's someone else that they need, like filling their ear with noise so they can get through the fucking day. Okay, don't 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 try and spin with your bullshit. At least you turned off your Wi-Fi calling today. I did. It's like but I I really got nothing else. Of course, you never have anything. I'm very dogging. You're I don't listen. I'm pacing right now. You always fuck up these shows, whether it's not showing yeah. up for them, not getting guests for them, fucking wanting to call it early because you're I'm fat too, and you're hungry. I'm, I'm too. I'm or you too ate too, too right much now. and now you're shitting yourself. It's always fucking today. something. I had Applebee's. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I got to poop. I can't help it. It's the worst. This is the worst. I'm so tired of, of I. you know how many times I've been ready to quit on you in the last three weeks? No. Hey, I'm two for two showing up this last two. So Yeah, well, that's... that's the streak alive, baby. Yeah, this looking. We've restarted the streak six times in the last two months. Back on, back on. All right, I gotta go. I gotta go. I literally have to go. I have to poop. Mm, well... You know, I you knew, you knew we were doing this at three thirty. I don't know why you couldn't have taken well, a, like I could a tell pregame dump shit. ski. Hey, let's you can't, not, like, you no, can't, hey, let's hold off. You know what I do at like at like two forty five, three o'clock? I go sit down and squeeze out what I can. It buys me the time I need. I mean, yeah, I just think yeah. you're you're That's how it works. It is how it I'm works. pacing right now. I'm pacing my. I'm going to tell shaking. you. I talked to my school. I talked to my college friend that directed Leprechaun for like right? I haven't spoken to him in months. I'm sitting there talking with him for like two hours, and I'm thinking, God, this would make so much of a better podcast than than what I do. Right, well, get him on. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You don't tell me to get guests. You've been promising to get guests for fucking oh, here we go. for three months, and you can't ever fucking do it. So, all listen, right. I, I, all I'm doing is tricking you along, trying to make you shit your pants. Yeah, I got to go. I'm sweating. <laughs> Goodbye.